We're inside, we're inside, we're inside. Come on. Um, oh my woo. goodness, man. Yeah, so we're here, we're here, we're here, we're here. Come on. So, um, hey guys, it's Clapton Isaac here. Welcome to the Vision Podcast. Thank you for always tuning in, always commenting, always responding to the content that Destiny and JT do produce for you guys weekly. I'm your host today, as you can see. <laughs> so I thought uh, it would be great um, for us to be able to really speak to the owners, the founders of the Vision Podcast to find out more about who they are, find out more about their hearts behind the Vision Podcast. Uh, because I feel like a lot of you people are like me, you've met them halfway through the journey. And it's always good to go back to the beginning of the journey to where the journey is now and where it's going. So allow me to introduce the Vision Podcast. I've got here. There's, there's Destiny, whoever you, whatever you want to call me, you know, I go by either one, you know. Um, I'm one half of the Vision's podcast. Um, I wasn't there from the get-go, get-go, but I was like there, but not also there. Uh, he, JT was actually the one that started up. I'm going to allow him to explain his story, but I'm just, I'm one half of it. Um, so yeah man yeah no before you pop, go to jt yeah, yeah yeah if you don't mind um give us a little summary about who you are what you do and what you're currently doing and what you aspire to become who am i um first and foremost i'm a child of god um, i'm a new creation in christ jesus and um what do i do i'd say the old me would be and just say an athlete you know yeah, that's yeah. who that's the old me would say that a year ago a year and a half ago but as time has gone on now, I've come to realize that I'm many things. When you have the anointing on your life, God will bless you in whatever areas you choose to go into. I've been Correct. able to be a part of this podcast, which is a huge, bless huge blessing. I never thought I would be as involved in this as I currently am, um, which is a blessing. It gives us a, a chance for me to speak my mind, for me to use this platform for God's glory. I'm also a content creator. I create content on Snapchat, TikTok, um, as well as Instagram in, in, in different formats. Never thought I was ever going to be doing that. I was one of those people who ever knew me. I didn't like I didn't like TikTok. I didn't like I wasn't a big social media man. Yeah. And then the Lord just transformed my my way of thinking because he renews our mind as we seek him. So he gave me a renewed understanding of how he can use this for his glory and use me as a vessel to be able to preach the gospel. And that's what I've been able to do and he's been able to bless it. And I'm still growing each and every day and seeking him and seeking his presence. And being an athlete is um in a way at the center of that, but kind of like a spider graph or a spider diagram. There's many little branches that go out into all things, but at the center of that spider graph is Jesus. You know, everything I do is for his glory. So whatever I touch, I want his name to be glorified, not my own. Mm. So even when I'm on the track, whether I'm training or competing, I want Jesus' name to be glorified through the way that I perform, through the way that I train. I want to strive for excellence in every single thing that I do. Because if God has given me this gift, it would be remiss of me to not give it everything I have. It would be what? Remiss. I know what you mean, but everyone knows what you mean. So do you mind just simplifying that for someone that might not fully comprehend what the word means? It would be dismissive of me. Perfect. To Perfect. not want to give it everything I have. To, to to just think I've been given this and God gave it to me. And it's special for what it is. But if I cultivate it, if I put time into it, it can grow. Wow. And then it can reach other people. And that is always my goal. So when someone asks me what I do, I serve Jesus. Wow. In different formats, in different ways. And who knows, six months from now, I could be doing it in another way. <laughs> Come on. I used to believe in that saying, um, Jack of all trades and master of none. <clears throat> but I've come to realize that, that saying isn't true. 
Well, you can be a jack of all trades and be a master of all. Yes. But you're not a master of all by your own strength. You're a master through Jesus. Jesus is the master. He's the master of all. And all you're doing is serving him in different ways and different platforms. Yeah. I watch this guy called Marcus Rogers. He does amazing stuff. He makes music. He, he has a, He's a pastor of a church. He creates content on YouTube. Yeah. He does so many things. And it made me realize God can use you wherever he wants to. Mm. And he will bless it because when the anointing is on your life, the anointing destroys the yoke. So whatever it is that you're doing, whatever you touch, it turns to gold because Jesus is at the forefront of that. Come on. And that's what's happened to me. And every day as I seek him more, I see more things that he's able for me to do. I've also become a blog writer working together. with. We'll, a, get, we'll, get, we'll get into, into that we'll get, at another yeah, point. Yeah, but just we'll, we'll all the that. things that I used to suppress in myself, the Lord has now brought out. Wow. My desire to speak, my desire to create, my desire to write. As you well know, as me being an athlete. As you were speaking, I'm like doing a little bullet points in my head on things I want to ask you to kind of like uh-huh. unfold a bit more in a greater concept and invite everyone in yeah. to, into that world and reality. What it seemed like back then mm. in comparison to what it is now. And I think that would be great. So, Mr. JT. Let's go, man. What's your actual name? Because JT is probably a name that we use because we are familiar with you. But yeah. what's your actual name? So, man? JT is obviously my... Initials for my name, which is Joshua Tamway. So my name is Joshua. People call me Joshua. People call me Tam. People call me all sorts of things. And yeah. Yeah, I'm here for it. But yeah, I um, started the Visions podcast in February 2020. So it's almost three years now. Congrats. Happy three years. Like, yeah, man. Almost three years. So, <laughs> Happy yeah, three years. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been, it's been a long time coming. And I just thank God for everything that we've learned, everything that we've experienced along the way. Because the way it started, to where it had, the way it is now is completely different. The setup is completely different. The conversations we have the people we bring on, the way in which we speak, the things we speak about, everything has changed and it's been such a big lesson and it's also been a blessing. Um, and I just, for me, I mean, the podcast started initially just because I felt like myself and friends that I have, including Destiny, have many things to say, have many things mm. to, to share because we all have different stories, right? we all have different experiences. I feel like there's, there's, there's a need for us to share those, those stories and experiences, but the way in which it started, um, it wasn't completely centered on faith. Obviously, I asked God to just give me the ideas and let things flow. But obviously, Des knows this. We ha- I had him on actually. He was my first guest on the podcast wait, ever. Wait, May wait. 2020, Destiny so, came on the podcast for the first time. Just to get my time. head around this new information. Uh, Destiny yeah. was actually not even, uh, at that time, a co-director of nah, the Vision Podcast. For a good three months, it was a just... like me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> And that episode popped off. What I tell yeah. you, bro, like, what, <laughs> bro, what does that mean? What does, okay, know, popped off means. What does that mean? For the viewers who don't, you know, you know, you know, familiar with the the terminology, popped off, popped off. Like, it literally blew up. Like, in terms of likes, in terms of shares, in terms of streams. I think that was the most popular episode that year that we had. Come on. Um, what was it about? Just, Give me a little oh, summary for both the mind. Okay, so yeah, it was just me interviewing him about his experience in athletics thus far. I think at that point. Um, I think it was after it was after English school. So he had, he had, after English it was a year after English yeah, schools, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he had won gold in the hundred and in the relay as well. Wait, what's gold? A gold medal. A gold medal. Yes. Yeah. yeah gold medal I'm, in I'm asking stuff that someone listening. Of course. Would be like, what's, what's gold? Yeah, yeah. We, we're so used to the, the yeah. technical terms, but I mean the, the less technical terms. Or but yeah, um, it was after that, and I was just talking about you know what he had done and the things he had done in it to to get him to that position of of achieving what he what, what he was achieving as well as, um, you know, what it was that, what was the main thing that, that got him to where it was, was that he was talking about his faith so much. And I was, at that point, I was kind of intrigued and I was like, okay, cool. He's talking about his faith. And bearing in mind at this point, I wasn't as strong in my faith mm. as I, I should have been or as I feel like I am now. 
Um, and I feel like it definitely opened my eyes. And him coming into the podcast, and bearing in mind, before those episodes, I'd done episodes by myself. You know, these these were good episodes. These were like motivational talks and whatever. Totally. And it was just, it was just, yeah, it was silly. When I, when I, when I listen back, I cringe sometimes. But um, yeah, but I don't look more. back yeah, yeah, at those yeah, moments. Yeah, hundred percent. Almost um, disregard them because yeah. the Bible that we believe in, our faith, it says that the Lord rejoices or God rejoices to mm-hmm. see the works begin. Yeah, you know, or it even says that do not despise the, the humble days beginnings or small or mm. humble beginnings. Yeah, you yeah. know, so. I want you to look back at those moments in triumph. Because mm. without those moments, there wouldn't be. There would be this, yeah. Without the moments, there wouldn't be the vision. I, I certainly do. Yeah. Come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to go over my head. But yeah, um, yeah. Um, that, you know, the, the episodes leading up to it weren't as. They were very generic conversations I was having with friends and stuff. So um, when I linked up with Destiny, everything after that was, was more faith based, but it was also more encouragement and uplifting, like content and, 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 and episodes um, and since mm. then we've just been able to you know interview various different people it was very ori- like track oriented track and field oriented right yeah. interviewing loads of track athletes um, sports football football footballers as well um, but it was yeah it was mainly around sports um, and it was only until recently until a massive hiatus we actually took or like break we took from from the podcast that we had to like just you know um, kind of rethink our content re-strategize um, understand and have some sort of like purpose and intentionality behind so what we were doing. Where's the content going now? So you say mm-hmm. obviously you took time out mm-hmm. to re- recover, collaborate, mm-hmm. to just focus, hear from God, I believe as well. Mm-hmm. Where are we going as the Vision Podcast? What are we should we expect from you guys going forward? Just more open and honest conversations with people. Um, within the faith, outside of Christian faith, within Christian faith, who want to actually understand and, and get closer with God because I feel like before it was just about us interviewing people and getting clout from that. And because we were interviewing big names, it's like, okay, cool. We've got good engagement. You know, we're, we're step by step, we're getting to that, you know, that next level athlete or that next level influencer. And it's like, that's like, what's the next step after that? When we get that top influence, what's the next step after that? We have to have something that's more more profound, more concrete and more 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 fulfilling which is like bringing people um to christ and actually not even not trying to elevate ourselves and not bring other people not with us because when you elevate yourself and you don't bring people with you then mm. it's not fulfilling right um so you know elevating others and educating others and and uplifting others and giving other people insight into our lives yeah um and kind of building that curiosity because a lot of people will judge a lot of people will just throw shade about you know where we stand in our faith and where other people don't stand in there where other people lack faith and there's no open and honest conversations about that but our podcast kind of like once we want to bridge that kind of and that that gap i think that's a, a great heart that you both have that you genuinely want to bridge that gap because mm-hmm. one thing that i'm very strong on and i speak for myself on this on this on this particular situation mm-hmm. is that i don't believe that the world is looking for perfect people mm-hmm. you know anything that is regarded as perfect people seeing it as unobtainable Mm. Like I could never reach it. Mm. No, it's too perfect. But I believe that when you bring people like what you guys are doing on the journey, you know, they're then begin to think, hey, if Josh slash JT, if Destiny can do it, can kind of override these emotions, these mm. setbacks, so can I. It kind of gives them that, that hope that hey, it's doable. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. And that's what I love about you guys. And I want to ask you both a question, a, a personal question. But um, 
Des, you, you mentioned that you were at a particular stage in your life or in your faith where you believe that God kind of brought you into the world of social media, right? And that, speaking of Instagram, TikToks, all the platforms you mentioned, this is stuff that traditionally people in church have, have always looked at as demonic or have always looked at as not a safe space for Christians to be at, if we can be honest. Um, how did you navigate that? How did you kind of deal with that already pre-meditated mindset people already have and then kind of going against the grain? What was that like? Well, I kind of knew that what God, what the enemy meant for evil, God meant for good. So the enemy can use these things as, as ways of trying to bring about his agenda. Because the agenda is always greater. <laughs> we have Jesus and Jesus went against the grain. He's the unchangeable changer. Mm. So my thought process was sort of before a case of there's so many things about social media I don't like. Oh, I don't like this. I don't like that. And all I was doing was complaining but not doing anything about it. Wow. And it was as if I had that conviction. The Lord saying, if you don't like it, then do something about it. Yeah, if yeah, you yeah. don't like the content they're putting out, put content out for my glory, for God's glory. Yeah. And then I was just like, okay, let's do this. Yeah. And I just took a step. I remember I put my story because I didn't know how TikTok worked. I asked someone, does anyone know how to make TikTok videos? <laughs> and um, this girl called Neve, Neve Bayless. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name drop her because she deserves, she it, deserves it. Because she, important. yeah, she helped me a lot. If she sees this, like, God bless you. You God really helped you. me a lot. She was the first video I ever made. It was a verse of the day, the day video. It took mm. so long for me to do. I put on my story, does anyone know how to make TikTok videos? Loads of people saw it, but she was pretty much one or maybe one other person that popped up and actually wow. showed me how to do it. She helped me edit the video. She even edited it for me and sent it to me. And that was the first video I ever made. I think she was like the first follower I ever had as well. She, I don't, to my knowledge, she's not a believer. I'm not 100% sure. Mm. If I'm wrong, Neve, I'm, I'm very sorry. I'm not 1000% sure. Um, but she helped me. And then it just went on from there. And as the page has grown, just as I have grown, as I've grown closer to the Lord, the content has changed. Mm. For a while, I was just doing what I thought was gonna get views what I thought was whoa, going whoa, to grow. Whoa, 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 whoa. For a while, I was doing what I thought would get the views. That's probably a trap that even I found myself in at one point. And I think majority of young people, I mean, not just Christian, I'm speaking to even non-Christians, you know, everyone is so fixated on likes, uh, retweets and all that kind of, which are great because they do help to a degree. How did you then almost divorce that need to have a specific amount of likes and not almost see that as a reflective of your work or as a reflective of your reach or God's reach through you to other people? I had to understand that even if it's just one person that sees that video in touch and is touched, that is just as good as 5,000 or 5 million seeing it and not being touched. Wow. In the sense that I know that God can do and will do exceedingly abundantly above all that I can ever ask or think of. When I ask in his name, when I have faith and when I trust, I needed to take away the emphasis upon how many people are going to see it. Right. And I needed to put more emphasis upon what I was doing and what I'm saying and, and whether or not this is helpful. Mm. I wanted it to be edifying. You know, I had to shift the focus. It was no longer about um, how pretty it was going to look or this or this or that. It's about the message. Okay. What am I saying? 
is what I'm saying accurate? Is it helpful? Is God leading me to say this? Is this what God wants me to say? Because if God leads you with a message or with a, a specific task, he will bring forth the resources. Okay. okay. He will bring forth the resources. So what we'll do, we'll pause there for a second. I want to come back to that and I'll follow that a bit further. I want to come back to you, Josh, or JT, depending on how the audience want to refer to you. Obviously, you were at the you are the exception of the Vision Podcast. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned a lot of transitioning that had you had to go through or the vision had to go through or mm-hmm. the project, <laughs> call it that, mm-hmm. had to go through. How do you again the same similar question to destiny but in a different way mm. how do you as at that time the spearhead of the vision podcast how did you not get caught up in the comparisons because when you're on social media mm. there's a lot of other podcasts out there there's a lot of other um christian influencers out there that are doing stuff a particular way how did you keep the vision god gave you pure mm. I feel like everyone's journey is different. I mean, we know everyone's journey is different, especially with the podcast as well. I mean, we can we can go into details about okay, um, you know, views and whatever. But I feel like with 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 other podcasts, I never felt the need to compare our podcast to anyone else's podcast because right. it's a specific, unique purpose that we've been given. And even for other Christian podcasts out there, there's no need to compare because we're both adding our our value to we're both adding what we can to the kingdom we're both on the same team right. so if we have other other podcasts on the same team as us trying to bring other people to the kingdom we're both scoring points we're, we're doing what we need to do for god we're doing what we need to do for for his kingdom so there's no i feel like for me anyway um and you know what even personal content creation that i do all like editing styles as well because i felt like there was a massive comparison issue i had with how i edit my videos how i edit the videos for our podcast and how we edit um the reels and stuff like that um and i even sort of thought you know there's the journey of it all and the the process of understanding and learning is more important than worrying about what other people are doing because they may be further in their journey and regardless of where they are god has taken us to where he wants us to be and where we we are where he he wants to teach us and and mold us and refine our our you know our techniques on certain things and, and what we say and how we speak and how we come across but ultimately if we are all contributing to bringing glory to his name there's no need for me to see how much the other guy's got and yeah. what we've got and what this person's got is just you know a thief of joy he's <laughs> you're right he's a thief of joy yeah and one thing that i really admire about you guys vision and it's because you are going into an uncharted areas to a degree mm-hmm. you know there's not a lot of um what's my knowledge anyway i'm only speaking to my knowledge <laughs> there's not a lot of christians that i know that are infiltrating the spaces of sport right Oh, or the bringing the conversations of Christ into sports. How have you found that, man? Because you sat down with athletes, mm. that sprinters, onto footballers, both male and female, black, white, mm. in between, and whatever other colors <laughs> I didn't mention. Yeah. You know, how have you guys kind of navigated that? Because I asked this question because most of us Christians creators we're doing stuff within a sphere that's already been done before mm. or that's quite popular like me worship or right. like um fashion or whatever right but this is a very niche um very secluded yeah area how have yeah. you guys found and how have you guys navigated that 
I can only speak from a spectator's perspective because there's there's obviously being the athlete will know a lot more. Yeah, give about, us an athlete you know, perspective. So you can give me from yeah, an I'll give from, perspective, from an overall perspective. From Just based on sport I've seen so far, a lot of people are they keep sports a sport. They don't want to bring it in with or they don't want to bring their you know their faith into it or they don't want to. I'm not, not. This is generalizing, in fact, because a lot of people, a lot of athletes out there do such as Signe McLaughlin, such as. I mean, recently Bukayo Saka gave an interview where yes. he was where he was obviously giving God the, God the glory and everything Come he's on. doing. Um, obviously, guests we've had such as Dan Roberts and um, uh, even Randall that we had. Um, that's gonna that's obviously uploading uploaded now. Um, yeah, I feel like it's it's been it's been difficult to um, to get it out of people, but at the same time, it's like. Um, certain people within certain people at, at are, are confident enough within their faith to um to, to, to let people know about god to let people know about their faith but with ev- with everyone else with as a spectator looking at different sports a- across the world and different um like mega stars and, and big athletes it's they want to keep sports a sport and keep things less political less religious than they already are they just want to mm. keep at their uh, uh, their grind but i just don't know from an athlete's perspective how, how it may I yeah, but let me rephrase that question for you, Destiny. Actually, mm. I want you to answer it like this: as an athlete, and this is an assumption that I'm making here. And please correct me if I'm wrong. As an athlete, there comes a lot of temptation, and when I say temptation, I'm talking about, I'm talking about women. Uh, the church always thinks, or people always think, or oh, women, or whatever. No, I'm talking about contracts, right? Um, I'm talking about Nikes, Pumas, Adidas. Um, Jordans, Diadoras, etc., etc., right? Um, and Armour, for example. Um, and if you guys want to over sponsor my boy, please do so. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's almost most people's, like JT kind of alluded to, it's almost their default to conceal their faith because they don't want to potentially lose out on potential contracts or uh, on potential partnerships. Um, how did you ever think about that? Did you ever consider that? Did you ever, did it ever even cross your mind? At one point, yeah, I did used to have those thoughts. I was thinking, wait, I don't want to talk too much, maybe, and then I might miss out on opportunities because I'm a Christian or this or that. And then as I've grown close to the Lord, I've made an understanding anything that isn't for me um, will never make its way towards me. Wow. I know that what God has for me, what, what door that God opens, no man can shut. Okay. What God has for me will always be for me. So if a company or a brand or something decided not to take me on as a result of my faith, um, I would know that that's immediately not from the Lord mm. because wherever in which that God puts me, it's in a place for me to shine. But let's be real, Destiny. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm be real. I'm just putting out the questions that other people are thinking to a degree. Yeah. Adidas is Adidas. Mm. Nike, bro. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Puma. Mm. It's what the devil was saying to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ah, think of all the drip you've been having, all the... I'm not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the I'm... the multi-million contracts yeah, yeah, that yeah. could be on the table. I'm, how do you... Yeah. How do you... I'm not opposed to any, any of those brands as such. Wherever God wants to have me is where he's going to put me in. I think it would be something I'd have to pray about. If I'm in a place where I have multiple options, I'm definitely going to have to pray about it. There was, there was uh, opportunities um, a while back where I could have signed with certain management companies and I didn't do it. Um, because... Not, you got tell us the context of why... But was it to do with your faith? No, it it wasn't the right time. Okay. And God wasn't, I didn't feel so strongly as to say, yes, this is what God wants for me at the time. So it it just didn't materialize. And I knew this 
Because after that, I then started to try, I started to then panic a little bit, thinking this is, oh, I need this, I need this. Can I ask you a question? My, my, my brain is just popping out a lot of questions for young people now. Mm, mm. When you say you didn't feel right, are you able to give like a description of what maybe you felt or maybe how your body was responding or just for people that may be in our faith, yeah, but maybe okay. there was a signal within your body within that my body, you yeah. kind of picked up points to kind of say, mm, I feel a bit uneasy about this. And then I felt the con, I, I read the context of the information that was presented to me. And then I looked at my situation as to what I thought or felt my value was at that time or what my value would be in the years to come. And I didn't feel like what was being offered as such was an accurate representation of what I could do. Because wow. the, these, the, pe- the people that presented this did not know me personally. Mm. They did not know. So it was almost like an umbrella kind of offer. Yeah, it seemed, was, it did, it seemed it relatively generic. Yeah, it didn't yeah. feel um, specific for me. And I didn't think that's what God would have for me. And if this is how they saw me now, or wait until you see what God does for me next. And I knew that the next, the offer that is for me will be an accurate representation as to where I am currently, but also set up for the future as to where they think I will be and where I can be, you know? So to decipher what you're saying in my language, you're basically advising whoever's listening, uh, hopefully the young people are listening, to say that read the blueprint. Yeah, read, read the blueprint. The contract. Yeah. Once you've read it, reevaluate it according to who you are and what you believe you're worth and if it's not matching your worth bye bye yeah would that be accurate can i say that absolutely you know you have to read it you have to know you know you can't there's many brands and many different companies you can't sign with all of them at the end of the day you're gonna have to make your decisions destiny what if this is i'm unemployed i'm struggling and this is here. What would you tell me? Wait on the Lord. Wait. It takes some. It takes some real patience. You can't. You can't take it with you. You know what I mean. You can make all the money now, but you can't take it with you. You want to know that you never compromised on your faith. You want to know that you trusted in the Lord. It's very easy to trust God when things are going good. Ooh. But the times on which let's talk about that. Let's mm, let's, let's derail. It's very easy. What, what what does it? I want to ask JT first and then come back to you, Destiny. What does trusting God, how can you, firstly, how does that look, look to you, number one? Mm. Number two, how can you then explain to someone else what that looks like? Mm. I feel like for me, it's just, um, oh, wow. I feel like regardless of circumstances, knowing that holding on to the sensualities and the and the and the vain things of this world can only fill a certain void and, and knowing that I mean in every situation I've been in anyway, anytime I've prayed or anytime I've 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 sought godly counsel, I've never been let down or I've never, you know, had a situation that I've not been able to, you know, come out joyous in. But when I've lent when I've leaned lean or lent, whatever it is, but when I've trusted, when I've trusted, let's you, just say you, trust you have to lean in to listen. Yeah. <laughs> when i've trusted in things of this world it's just never fulfilled me. it's never it's never filled the void um and i was telling there's this year that and other friends as well that i've struggled um massively with with just financial ill discipline as well as um last year and this year with things like sexual sin and so to be able to and by just, the way by uh, the way josh 
Okay. These things are common. We're all going through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, you're just yeah. bold enough to say it. Yeah. Uh, bro, okay, yeah. the boldness, the boldness and the vulnerability it takes to just, you know, come on, state these things. But yeah, for me, trusting God is just um, understanding and coming to the reality that everything I try to fill my life with that is just pertaining to this world, pertaining to the thing that, the things that, you know, the Western world or consumerism offers cannot fill me the way that God does. And it's just understanding that I can hold out and I can call on his name and I can, I can, I can, surround myself with people that also trust in them or the people that are further in their journey of faith such as you such as my uh, my brother Des you guys are, are inspirations to me in, in the faith as well like just knowing that when I surround myself or put myself in such an environment and also do the work myself I can't just rely on their, your yes, faith to you. get me through yeah, certain yeah. situations I have to also have to ask have that level of curiosity um, for certain things and it's through that um, that accountability that honesty that um that I know that there's there's something that's going to come at the end at the end of it, and it's not going to be the same thing that I always got, which was that void. It's not going to be that unfulfilling kind of weakness. It's not going to be that. It's going to be something much much more fulfilling and much more. Um, even it doesn't have to be. Oh yeah, more money. It doesn't have to be. Oh yeah, more followers on Instagram. It does it's, and it shouldn't be that because that's not real. That's not real fulfillment. That's not real purpose. It's mm. just, yeah. Mm. Okay, so. For the young people out there, I want to, again, try to summarize what he said mm. in our language. He's basically trying to say, it is what it is yeah. as long as you do your part. Yeah. So what that means is that one that God told me was that focus on the why. Yeah. Always ask yourself why you do what you're doing, mm. but the how is not your responsibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The how is his responsibility. Mm, mm. Does that make sense? Mm, mm. So what he was, what Josh was saying in uh, basic summarizing, he's gonna say, <laughs> yeah. focus on why you're doing what you're doing. That if, mm-hmm. if that's track, if that's modeling, fashion music, if that's creating content, mm-hmm. editing, mm-hmm. etc. Focus on why you're doing it, mm-hmm. and then God will take care of the how. If the how is finances, you just see people call you and say, "Hey, bro." Like today, like for our setup to degree, without even going to detail uh-huh, one, uh-huh. Of, one of my best friends dre dre six but a great artist check him out Amazing he gave artist. us all the recording equipment yeah that we, we needed obviously you guys brought your stuff as well but yeah, i had nothing he gave me a mac he gave me a mic he yeah. gave me an interface yeah so i had to focus on my on my, on my wife mm. which was i want to help the vision Record, podcast because yeah, yeah. they've helped me with launch my podcast mm. and i was like god how do i help them back you know that was my why my yeah. why was i want to help back mm-hmm. the how was uh i haven't got <laughs> you know what i'm saying i mean yeah that's where the trust comes in when yeah. god then did the rest in the background so mm-hmm. destiny i ask you the same question um how would you as an athlete um express trust in god because in your field of work yeah it's so easy to take on sorry it's so easy to take on the lord on yourself because you feel responsible for everything your diet your practicing your routines it almost feels like it's all in your control yeah how do you bring god in that it's understanding he, he's given me the talent he's given me the ability i have a responsibility myself to train to do everything i can to be prepared on the day then everything else i leave to him i have to do my part i need to train i need to work hard i need to eat well i need to sleep well i need to recover if there's any if there's any area on my part where I am not doing what is right, then I deserve whatever outcome I get that you know, isn't what I desire. Did I want to cut you off? Like, for those that don't know, um, at a particular time, 
we were in the same um, church and would worship God in the same church together. Mm. I would invite Destiny to come for lunch. And you just say no. We'll be like, we'll be like, yo, bro, we're gonna go eat. Oh, oh, oh we'll have a Haribo. So you look at us like we're giving poison. You yeah. know, I mean, yeah. but that just shows that level of discipline. Yeah. From what all you're saying, from what I'm hearing, is discipline. Make sure you got there on time. Make sure you do this on time. Now I'm looking at my, at my singing career. I'm like, do I even really take my vocals seriously? Do I have to take my yeah. time? You're, you're convicting me as, I, as yeah. I'm talking to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And carry on, please. But I want to just put out there for young people that, or even older people, or anyone listening, that discipline is so vital. It propels you to reach heights that you're believing for and even beyond. I need to understand, it's understanding that the whole focal point isn't just winning for me. Wow. You know, I'm not focused on necessarily just winning. You see, now you're saying stuff that triggering my questions. As a man, as a black man, as a man in general, winning is important to our ego and our pride. Yeah. Yeah. How have you surrendered that? For you to even make that statement, that shows me you're a man of no reputation. You have now said, no, my reputation is now a touch of Christ. How did you surrender that? Because most men, pride, they'll, they'll die for the sake of pride. They, 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 they will know they're wrong. But for pride's sake, <laughs> they will die. <laughs> wanted to be right. So how do you... Um... Because it's realizing that the only winner is Jesus. Mm. And what what is God's will? If God's will is not for me to win, am I then going to see God in a different way because he didn't allow me to win? Absolutely not. You know, if I can come third or fourth in a race and then the way in which I acted in the manner after the said not winning inspires someone and brings someone to Christ, then I've won. So you're basically saying you're very careful of your every motion. Yes. You pay attention to detail because one, God pays attention to detail to you but also you become aware that other people now are paying attention to detail to you. So that it, they almost to a degree that like Paul said, emulate me as I follow Christ. Yeah. Right? In simple English, Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ or copy me as I follow Christ. And you feel responsible. So even if you lose you, your countenance or your um, reaction, you also make sure that it is the right reaction that reflects Christ. Is that correct? Absolutely. And don't get me wrong, I care about my performance. I, that's why I would do everything I can to put myself in the best p- position. And if I know in my heart I've done everything that's right and I still don't win, there's no reason for me to be upset because I've done my part. But if God feels that it's not his will upon my life for me to win that particular race or at that particular time, who am I to complain? And Does that then mean that two years later or a year later or even a week later that I won't win? No. So if my entire being is just firmly fixated on winning, I can lose sight of what God's really trying to do. And what is so amazing for those that are watching, I'm 28 years old, you know, and you guys tell them your age because I, I want them to know that there are young people out there who are really matured in the ways of thinking, in their character, um, in how they carry themselves and in how also they want to be received. Yeah. You know? I'm 21. I'm 20. Yeah, so that's like a, a good eight-year gap, seven-year gap. And yeah, as you can tell, I'm learning a lot. I, 
I'm reflecting on my own life and my own um, persona as I'm speaking to this young man here. Because one thing that I love about you guys is that at the age that you are at, you could use that as an excuse to be wayward or just be anyhow and to just behave and be like, no, I'm only 20. I'm only 21. When I'm captain's age of 28, I'll sort it out. Why have you taken JT? Why have you taken that approach to say, at 20, I'm going to hold myself at the highest esteem? I'm so glad you asked that because I was thinking about this the other day and talking about it with a friend. How I've had so many times where I've just copped out and be like, you know what? I'm not at a stage yet where I have to, you know, I'm not, I'm not graduating yet, so I'm still, I'm still, I'm still got time to, you know, live out my life, you know, go clubbing, enjoy life, chop life, all of that stuff, right? But I just yeah. feel like that level of accountability is so important as you create. Because create. Like, by the way, by the way, by the way, he's not against chopping life. He's just saying. No, 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 chop life. Chop, chop life, life, of course. Yeah. Go just be wary of the fact that you know later on, like the things. Life might chop you. Yeah, exactly. Life might chop you. At a late stage, life might chop you. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's, it's just balancing everything, right? Creating that, creating foundations now and creating the, the habits and the ways of thinking and just the friendships and um, the faith now will allow me to like just, I mean, it's just based on where you want to see yourself in the, in, a, in, a, in, in, I mean, obviously I'll have my own vision, but God's plan will, will, will manifest. It won't be, it won't be my own, you know, my own thoughts and my own ambitions, but as long as I align what I'm thinking and what I'm doing with his will and his way and, and how I know he wants me to behave and how I know he wants me to function then and it, everything he tells me that like, my body is the, the temple of the living God so I'm not going to go out and just move mad on the streets and, and be, be going crazy and sleep until stupid times and, 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 and trash my body but um, I feel like there's balance to everything and um, just going back to your question about you know why it's important to to, to, to kind of create that purpose and intentionality in the early that, I like the word intentionality that's a very yeah, good just word being intentional um and where you want to see yourself within the next 20 years, 10 years, or at least are you, is what you're doing filling you with that level of purpose and when you're going and doing X, whatever that may look like, right? Whatever, are you getting a sense of fulfillment, um, fulfillment from that? Or is it just like pleasure for the night, pleasure for the, you know, for the moment? Um, and then you have to go back and recharge it. Yeah, it's easy yeah. to live for the moment, man. It's so easy because it's there, it's ready to grab, it's ready to enjoy for now. But like, um, having that lasting joy can only be found in in that community in Christ like just having those people and, and having you know God by your side and and, and and you know trusting that and and the environment he's put you into um, to to do the work even though it's very hard to do it's very it's very easy to just not like what you know God has you doing like it's very easy to just get tired of it but it's having that obedience to to still be like, I know that this plan is better than the plan I have. Before, the plan yeah. I have won't last. It will last for like a month or maybe a week or a day or whatever. But it ain't gonna last. Basically. You know what? The more you speak, there's almost like a contrast between the two of you to a degree. Mm-hmm. And this is a contrast I've made up on my own assumptions in my head. Right. So have grace for me on that one. Mm-hmm. One thing that's really popping up to me as you're speaking, mm-hmm. you said a lot of great stuff about the motto that just singularly picked this thing out, but it just stood up to me. Mm-hmm. You're very big on friends. You're very big on yeah. community. Yeah. Well, by that I mean the people that are around you. Why is that? Because I know you've had a different type of experience with people. So I'll come back to you after. Okay. I, I, I want to talk to you. Like Because what, what, what I hear from you, I've, I've heard a lot of great knowledge, a lot of great wisdom. But just this thing about people around me, my friends, mm-hmm. people that I go to for advice, yeah. you keep bringing up in every single thing yeah. that we've kind of 
address. Why mm. is that, if I may ask? Yeah, for sure. Um, so, and this is not to take any sort of accountability for myself, like in terms of me wanting to create an environment or me wanting to um, do better within myself and be better and see more and be more within myself. But it's more of a thing where when I've encountered and seen the difference between my friends a couple years ago to my friends now, I've seen how much I've been able to grow in terms of just them holding me accountable, me holding myself accountable and setting those standards, yeah. higher standards. What does accountability look like? Because accountability isn't always nice. Yeah, you yeah, know, um, yeah. I'm sure you've had conversations where one of your boys, one of your girls called you up and put you out on your behavior. Yeah. How did you deal with that? It hurts, but the truth will hurt you at first, but it sets you free. Like, it, it genuinely is freeing. Like, it will hurt you at first because it's not what you want to hear, it's what you need to hear. Like, when people tell me, oh, yeah, nah, bro, it's not what you want to what? It's not what you want to hear, it's what you need to hear. Jesus. I want to hear that people are gassing. I want to hear that, oh, yeah, I'm doing well. But when, like, when it's like, oh, Josh, you need to pan up, it's like, what? Like, and you know you're not doing what you're meant to be doing, but you just, you know, you need that little push, you need that little tug. Like, it's so it's so easy to get comfortable. We love comfort. You just, I mean, I love comfort. I can't speak for everyone. I just love look here. I know, I know, I know, don't do that. So when, when it comes to friendships, have yeah. you always had a solid friendship circle? Have you always? It's been the same. It's been the same from, from high school. It was very much oh, the you same. You are privileged, my friend. This is what they'll call on, <laughs> you know when they do political and oh, it's white privilege. This is the equivalent of, of friendship privilege. Like, what kind of privilege is this? It's been the same. It's been the same. Especially you know, within the school setting, I mean. Within the school setting, it's very much been the same. Like, we had just a big group of boys and we all, you know, chill together. We just mess around in class. We do silly stuff. And we, it's been, it was that from year seven to year 12, let's say. Yeah, it was yeah, around, around beginning year 12. And there was no sense of accountability. Apart from two of my close friends, I'd say. One of them outside of school, one of them in school. Um... And obviously, Destiny, Destiny, our friendship grew a lot closer after I started the podcast. And, and I thank God for that every day. But um, yeah, I feel like my friendship group was just, it was us living for the moment, but not in a good way. And us like just chasing you know, vain things, just being yeah, vain. The, the girls? The girls. The girls, you know, the, come girls, on. Girls, how can you know? When, when, and all that how can you know the Dua Lipa's out there? Right. You know what I'm trying to say? How can I not, bro? And then, but we got, we got to be rude. We got to be... Because what we don't want to do is we don't want to give the young people a false reality. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that the likes of, uh, is it LMA? Who? Is it LMA? LMA, yeah, yeah. Who else are the new popping girls now? Who, what's their names? Um, I'm, not, I'm not doing a leap, of course. I don't, I don't know, man. Um, who else is out there? Um, Meg Thee Stallion. Right, right, right. right. Um, Cardi D. We're making the obvious ones. Right. They're, they're up there. Yeah. They exist, mm. you know? And what I like about that is the fact that you're honest and say, hey, for for a moment, I was also kind of enticed. I was almost kind of to the degree. The temptation was there. Yeah, it was there. You feel me? It was there. Because pointless, man. Because one thing that I've noticed within the Christian community is that we behave, and not everyone. I can't speak for. I can't say the whole Christian community because I don't know everyone. I'm gonna say, who do I know really truly? Yeah. Um, but it's almost like we act like we're immune to the fact that these things exist. Yeah. Like, I've always said, people are always saying, um, people in church dress the same way, which I completely agree. But at the same time, I always challenge you to say, is that actually the best empowering too? Because once you go into London in summer, you're going to see things you don't want to see. Mm. So if we don't train our young men or young women to have natural self-control, mm. just natural self-control, mm. you know, 
we're not always been put in the same environment that we are in church. I wish church was always church everywhere I went. But all you gotta yeah. do is just go to King's Cross and on a one hot day and you're gonna say stuff now. Hey, mm-hmm. do you get it? Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm glad that you've been open and transparent about sure. that. Destiny, let's let's talk about your experiences in terms of friendship and what that has looked like to you and what does that look what does that look like to you now? Yeah. Um when you when you're in school and you're always involved in sport or you're somewhat sporty, that always kinda you'll you'll tend to hang around with each other. You you'll gravitate to those sort of people and it just comes so naturally. Um that was always the case. I was always hanging around with those somewhat sporty people. And uh, we enjoyed each other's presence. We loved sport, we loved football. Cool that's how people would perceive it. I never, when you're in it, you don't really look at it for that. But then I guess other, you, not until you ask questions from people outside of your circle that you begin to understand that that's the perception that you're given. Uh, when I was in school, I'd be in science. I'd be Because I spoke to everyone through school. I loved it. I, I never cared about popularity and all that kind of stuff in the way that other people did. I was somewhat aware of it to an extent, but it wasn't something that um, changed. Your life. Yeah, that governed my life. No, no, no. So when they'd say, oh, wait, some people would even be shocked as to why I'm speaking to them. They'd be like, well, wait, why are you talking to me? They, they, would see, they would see themselves as so low. And not because, oh, I'm this great figure, but just because of the, the people that I hang around with, the things that I do because I'm involved with sport, because people may know that I run track, whatever it is. Social constructs. Social constructs, yeah. And it made... Yeah, I'm telling you. And it made me say, yeah, yeah, they think I would do. I was doing it to, to be seen or to try and diminish that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was never the case, you know. Um, I'll give you a little story real quick. Uh, we, I've loved films ever since day one. I love cinema so much. And we there was a group of us in school we used to always go as well. And it was some people that were from my group mainly. But then I started to open it up. I started to speak to other people that were also involved in and loved films. And I remember one day I asked them if they wanted to come with me and come with our group. And initially the face that they made they were kind of like confused as that yeah. the fact that it's I taboo. just asked that question. I think they thought I was taking the mic and I was saying, I'm not joking, I'm being serious. Um, and then we ended up going, but I remember the first time we went, they were not very comfortable. Mm. And it wasn't until I started to make this, because maybe they thought it was a one-time thing, it was a joke or whatever, taking the mic. As we started to do it continuously, continuously, they started to realise, this is what I enjoy. And this went all the way through to year 11 GCSEs. I remember after our GCSE exam, we'd go and see a film. And it opened up my, my friendship group to the people that I could speak to and the people I now had access to, because they then begin to trust you when you open yourself up. And, but some people from my group didn't like that. They would take the mic. They thought that we were weird for hanging around with those people. Oh, why are you hanging around with the weirdos? Yeah. And that was actually a situation that happened. But I didn't care. I thought they were weird for feeling that way about someone else. You know what's so crazy? When I was growing up, I was fortunate, like you guys, to a degree. Well, I can't speak for you. For like, I was similar to you. I was in a popular group. You know? And I remember during PE, because naturally I was good at every sport. Probably still am now. And the PE teachers will pick me as a captain. Mm. And you know, as Andre, my best friend, Dress Six, who told you this, I always pick nah, the misfits. Wow. The ones that no one wants to pick. Mm. Do you know why I would do that? Because I remember that when I would go to science class and I was terrible at science. <laughs> oh, wow! That's so <laughs> Yeah, that's so slow! <laughs> No, but no, but the thing is, yeah, I didn't do, yeah. I didn't do it because, yeah. Back. Listen, my, I'll name, I'll name drop, I'll name drop them because they're incredible. Oh, too many guys. Yeah, um, I didn't do it initially because of that. It was a reflective thing that I did. I said, when I'm in science, something that I'm very terrible at, yep. they never make me feel inadequate. Mm. 
They never seclude me. In fact, they will bring because also in science you also have group club like group projects. Projects, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll pick me. And I'm thinking, why are you picking me? I put like bring us down. So then when now the roles are reversed, I said it's only right that I pick them now yeah. within the sporting stuff, you know? And that's what I hear from you is that a lot of times with within popular culture or within society, we always gonna pick the people that look like us, which is not a bad thing. But sometimes I feel like you're also hindering your growth by doing that because I then became good at science because of my associates. Yeah, you learn from other people in different areas. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And um, it just kind of went on from there. And I still cultivated those friendships. I don't speak to all of them anymore, but I, I can look back on my time in secondary school and kind of know that um, as I grew as an individual, I came to understand that it's not just about it finding finding similar ground you have so much more in common with these with everyone than you, think and you, you then you think that you do bro because i'd be like wait you guys like marvel you guys yeah, like this and i'm and, when, and we start talking about it i'm like no way then immediately you think this person's just the coolest person ever and they're funny yeah and, and they're bro they're, they're hilarious <laughs> man they are they just never get the chance to speak because all the loud people take up all the the noise in the room and the, yeah yeah but they're not when you come into their setting bro yeah I've been saying this to people, and I want to put this on, on blast. I come across loud. I know I do. But my friends, like you, you, Dress Six, Doris, for example, naturally, you think they're quiet. Like Doris, for example, you'd ask her a question, like, hey, are you okay? You'll get 40 voice notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get. <laughs> or dress six, like dress, I love dress six. Oh my god, best friend, like I said. When you see him naturally, he's quiet. But when you just give him a second to settle, you're thinking, is it a rebound? <laughs> like, I've always said that if you observe my friendships, I'm actually the quieter one. Mm. And people don't believe that. Mm. But you're right, these people have a lot to say. Yeah. And the stuff they have to say is actually so beneficial. I'm telling you. It is so beneficial. For real. It's crazy. So Absolutely. Yeah. So that so that was amazing. And that, that taught me so much. Uh then kinda like um as I grew closer as I grew closer to the Lord and I started to take my faith a bit more serious towards the back end of secondary school, things started to change. The things that were going on in the groups. Um, I wasn't really agreeing with my. I was starting. I was getting that conviction. I wasn't. I wasn't really wanting to involve myself. Okay, in let's it. let's pause it. Let's pause it. So, this is the time where you're transitioning, right? yeah, and yeah. then you're now noticing um, certain behaviors or traits that you don't really correspond with, or you don't really quite agree with. How did you go by dealing with that? Because one, you're telling people that you really love, like hey this is not cool and normally when you speak up you're just friends i don't know why in this generation people feel like if me and you disagree jt on art format it means we're enemies no it means we've got different preferences or we've got different ways of perceiving stuff right and i i genuinely believe that disagreements are healthy i think anyone that's agreeable stay away from me <laughs> because I, one day i could be sound completely wrong but you won't tell me you know so how did you kind of deal with the at what point did you, I'll go spend the question. At what point did you feel the courage to speak up? And what, cannot, and what response did you get when you spoke up? I 
when it was happening in school, I kind of just slowly began to pull myself away. Yeah. I didn't necessarily engage with them to tell them that they were wrong because I wasn't as bold in, at that time with that. I wasn't that strong enough in my faith to have the backings, mm. you know? And I would have felt somewhat like a hypocrite because I still was part in, not in. I was half in, half out, you know? It's just when certain conversations were being had, certain behaviors were being shown, I was just like, this is too much for me. My spirit can't take this, you know? So I started to slowly begin to kind of move myself away whilst trying to closer develop a relationship with the Lord. And then my circle just became much smaller and smaller and smaller. And so many friendships kind of changed and, and, and it's just so many alterations um, as I started to take track more seriously yeah. as I started to understand like this is really what God wants me Your to purpose. do yeah like this is my purpose I don't have as much time for all these other something things that you, you, you say to me every day it's like an alarm clock <laughs> I promise you this he says that elevation comes with separation yeah you know so that was the title of the episode we did first of the episode we did was this then that's Full circle, right? Yeah. Isn't it? Full circle. And for any young people that are watching this, or even older people, but mainly young kids that are watching this, what Destiny is going to say is that if you find yourself in environments that are not conducive to who you are and your character and your belief system, just politely withdraw yourself. You know? Okay. Yeah. And then we move... I'll, I'll fast forward it to now when I've moving churches that was such a big thing for me i'd gone to church with like my family for all of my life i'd never gone away to another church without my family but i made that decision i really wanted to you finally grown up i finally grown up yeah i really yeah. made that decision to kind of step away from what i knew from familiar i need to grow up yeah yeah <laughs> from what was familiar and then i went to this new church with a friend a, re- a, a very close friend at the time and um we both went and oh no there was three of us actually it was um a female uh who was a really close friend at the time and then a male who was a, we were both um close friends at the time so three of us we came we, we went to this new three yeah 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 we oh. went to this new church and the first time we went there we were gobsmacked and it was all amazing and etc 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 and um we learned a lot there and a lot of things happened and now when we fast forward now to where i am in this current point when this is being recorded i'm no longer friends with either of either of those people because situations occurred of which I was then able to realize that um, the friendship was no longer beneficial. It had served its purpose for the seasons of where I was in previously, but it was no longer what God wanted to do anymore. So, and, so to cut you off, yeah. um, for the sake of discretion, I want to ask for like personal stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, how did you deal with that? Um, season of, of separation because someone out there was watching the podcast or listening to the podcast might have had to maybe separate from friends for they've known for five years five months ten years ten months and maybe they're looking for for youtube video to kind of help them move to that transitioning from a friendship they've had for many years or for a few months what advice would you give and what stuff did you go through that you could kind of like tell someone else and what kind of like tools you can give them to help them progress and almost heal as they walk through it it was very difficult and i'm not gonna sugarcoat it because it's going to be very difficult when you put so much time and effort into a friendship or into a situation for a very long period of time and then it just it breaks like that it um it can break you because 
that's everything that you knew. You thought you think you know someone so well. You've put so much time and effort into something. You've given your all, all for it to just go away just like that. And you have to spend a lot of time with God. I spent so much time in His presence, just asking Him to heal my heart because I had a lot of um, disdain. So, I've got questions that I'm thinking. I'm thinking for other people. Mm-hmm. How did you not get angry at God? Because it is so easy for people to mistakenly attach people's behaviors in church or in any cooperative field that you're in to their creator or who they deem as their deity for you is jesus how did you not attach that hurt towards jesus and say jesus your fault you brought this person here and look what i've done how did you not kind of attach that to jesus God operates within our free will, so we have our decisions that we choose to make, and then the Lord operates within that. I think um, I had to understand that the things of which that were being done and the reasons for the friendship faltering was because biblical principles were not adhered to. So I can never blame God because he has set forth these principles, but we have the choice whether or not to adhere to them, whether or not to follow them, whether or not to maintain them. And because certain biblical principles were not maintained, not just by this individual, but also by myself, um, I can never blame the Lord for that. I take accountability for the situation. I can't just say it was just this individual's fault. We both made errors. That's growth. That to me, yeah, listening from an outside perspective, major errors. That's growth because a lot of times when people tell their story, they only tell it from their perspective. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. One thing that I've always said, I learned this from shout out to Chucky online, uh, Halfcast podcast or HC podcast. Now, he always says sometimes him and Paul, they've always said sometimes all it takes to say. My bad. My bad. <laughs> you don't have to even unfold what that bad is. Yeah. But it's just an ownership to say, hey, my bad. And I'm, and that to me. Yeah, absolutely. It shows me growth because I've known you for quite some while. Mm-hmm. And hearing you now say this. Yeah. I see a man now, not a boy. I see a man that's going to say, hey, I look at this. This is what happened. I know what they've done, but I also wasn't innocent. And no, I, I absolutely wasn't. And I had to allow the Lord to heal me and I had to repent of my own sins and i had to ask the lord to forgive me and i had to realize that this is what was for the best we always want to hold on to things you know i just wanted uh, you always just want to hold on to something because it's familiar yeah but we have to remember that we're a new creation the lord is always doing he's doing a new thing you know there's nothing new under the sun so what had happened to me has happened to many people before me you know and god has still been able to take them from that place and lift them up for his glory so i had to understand that this was the time I was going from an old season into a new season and I cannot take old baggage to a new destination. I had to have that revelation and that understanding. Do you know what advice I gave? And I'm going to ask JT a question next. Do you know what advice I gave my friends? I said, you can't build a new house with old bricks. Right? Because as you're building a new house with old bricks, you're just reminding yourself of the pain that you went through. So you're never going to complete the house. Yeah. Or even when you do complete it, it'll be traumatic to you. Whenever you look to your left or right, it's um, flagging incidents that took place in the past. Absolutely. So you're right. We have to embrace the new. So JT, um, if you don't mind, just, I know you might not have experienced what you've experienced, but I'm sure you can find a way to make this content transferable to your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, how have you managed to go from a caterpillar to a butterfly? So how have you managed to go from old creation to a new creation in whatever that looks like to you? Mm. How did I feel and what was the process like for you? 
Um, a lot of self-reflection. I feel like lockdown came at the perfect time for me personally. I think <laughs> this came at the perfect I think time. Needed a time out. <laughs> yeah, we really needed just to pause and think about our lives, our, our behaviors, our you know, obviously as they said, our friends who we who we have around us. Um, and we say all the time with Des that you know it reveals a lot about you know ourselves about who we have around us. But I feel like for me it was just a matter of owning the mistakes and not trying to like deflect not trying to be like nah but this happened so that's why i did it but no it's because you chose to do it god gives us our free will thank right? you you see so we have our own i'm gonna cut you off Go yeah this is something that you know me i'm big on I, I i believe in the devil right i do i really really do i absolutely do but the times where i sit there and i think lucifer aka lucy is getting a lot of blame <laughs> he's getting a lot of a lot of bad to his name. You're giving too much credit. Yeah. Him. And yes. I'm thinking, I, I hear you, yeah. but he didn't force you to do what you oh, did. Okay. Like, choose, we're all tempted yeah. with the same thing to a degree. Yeah. Um, I'm sure, like I said many times to my friends, there are times that people come to me to gossip about dread and I've refused to. Mm-hmm. Or they've come to me with information about a person right. and I've refused to um, partake of it. And the way other people do it, and then I G check them, they say the devil. I'm, and I say, nah, man, like, it's, it's not the devil. I mean, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure maybe he whispered in your ear, mm-hmm. but he didn't tell you then to take a phone and text abusive stuff right. all to you. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And that's what I like about you two as I'm just speaking, listening to you guys and speaking to you. Mm-hmm. You take accountability. You're not condemning yourself, you're just saying there's a standard that God has called me to live to. Yeah. And I'm not going to allow the enemy. To make me live below that, mm. you know. But proceed, sorry. No, hundred percent. I agree with everything you said, and I feel like also I just every day having to check, like building a habit of just checking yourself and asking God to purify your heart because our hearts. Are what does that look like? Why checking yourself? What does that look like? Um, ooh, just like being honest about certain things that I know I shouldn't. So for example, I would, I would maybe, okay, I can only just give a random example. Like, okay, let's say I find a girl attractive and I try and move to that girl because she's pretty but I'm like oh yeah let's just be friends but I have the old serious motive of like moving to her and making her you know happy and all that stuff right um we all do that but then, I'll but then I'll we all do that but then it's like we'll we'll, we'll pretend like we're just, no, we're just you know we're just being friendly and I'm just being nice but the reality is we have that you know that sinful not, not coveting is it attraction because it's simple but like that kind of like it's almost like your intentions are deceitful yeah 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 as in like deceit, you yeah. could simply say i like you in it yeah oh, i don't get to know you like you said we want to just be around with you yeah say just you know what i'm saying but yeah that deceit is kind of like hidden and we think that god can't see that we think that oh you know it's just like it's all right but like just taking time to just even if it's for me i like journaling so i like just being honest with you know what i felt and how you know um what i thought about is it does it glorify god is it pure is it righteous does it conform to any of the things that he has told me to to think about and also having also having like most of some guy friends check me as well because you know we all go through the same kind of temptations as yeah. well so i think that's 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 necessary um but yeah, for me it's generally i don't know how it is for, for if you if yeah. have other outlets out there but for me that's that's worked for me it's because I'm quite multifaceted. I think mm. that's a word, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, it's journaling. Mm. Or for me, it's phone calls. Destiny right. tell you, I'll call you. Uh-huh. I'll call. I'll put him on the group chat. So I'll call him, Doris, Carmen, and say, guys, go there. Like, and you as well, they're like my media circle. I'm like, guys, um, 
this is how I'm feeling, this is what's happened, mm. this is how I feel I'm responding, is mm. this correct? He'll tell you. Before I even post anything on any platform, right. I always put it to my friends first and say, how mm. does this come across? Right. So, for me, it's generally because that's personal to me and God, I can really mm. be honest, Proper. even if, because it, it's never going to get published unless someone stays with it. <laughs> that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. But when I know that's going to go on a public domain or it's going to go on a platform where other people are going to see it, mm. I have to then incorporate my friends who are not within the situation because yeah. sometimes you can look at something in a situation but how it may seem might be different from the outside yeah. looking in it's important to not draw our own conclusions by ourselves yeah. in it like we need that kind of like outside perspective to like draw on different but and even people that are more knowledgeable than us as well because we can yes. think we have all the answers just because just because god is god's involved and we're involved that yeah we're we're not leaning on our understanding we're leaning on god but god sends people to also help us imagine yeah you know we're not an island you know we can't dwell on ourselves and we're better with other people around us to get so yeah i think i think that's 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 a key one that i need to cool. delve into because i know guys i need to i need to call them up yeah. more when i'm having those kind of yeah. those moments where yeah. i'm you know, <laughs> yeah. like in the face i need them cool yeah <laughs> but, but the, <laughs> they're the best in it one thing that i i am very frank about um my, my friend to tell you this if you go through something and then it's something that's um, detrimental to your well-being mm-hmm. and you didn't tell me, I want to call you. Mm. I want to say, yo, so this happened to you and you didn't text now, mm. but you could post on Instagram, but you could do this. I'll, 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 come, I'll come for your head. Because really and truly, the most important thing to me is the reputation of the core of your life. there's nothing more important to me than your name your name the name that God gave you you know the Bible says that the God of Abraham the God of Isaac the God of Jacob the God of destiny the God of JT you've become a reference point for people's faith you've become a reference point for people's perception of a faith and this is why I want to encourage whoever's listening out there that this guy is what they're trying to say is that have accountability partners groups have a safe haven and people that you can really feel um comfortable to express to and let's have the honest conversation he'll tell you like if i like a girl i'll tell him about your g i said this girl on tiktok what's, what's going on here and they're going to say oh i said this girl here or oh do you know this girl mm-hmm. again because we we have to be honest about these things mm. before these things then birth issues that will then ruin what yeah. we're trying to build here yeah yeah so i, I completely agree with that mm. so let's just um take a breather let's do and maybe have a more of a lighter conversation for our youthful uh, listeners and also people that are of, of a greater age than us apart from church what really why, why, what do you care about? Mm. Why are you into? Who is JT? Away from the stuff that we do in church. Who is JT? And who uh, is Destiny when the man comes back to you? I just love different forms of art, man. I love, I love like, just editing, obviously, because I do the podcast editing, but just, like, being inspired by different, you know... Graphics. Be mindful of your mic, just in case. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. goodness me. I keep waiting. Okay. Um, being, like, just involved in graphic design and editing, content creation, all of that kind of stuff. 
you know, even with the pod, like aside from the podcast, it just it's just like really been it's a grown interest that I've had since probably the since probably twenty twenty pandemic. So um, that music as well, music massively, not only just listening to it but making it as well. I did when I was a kid, um, but I stopped and I feel like I disconnected myself from a lot of things as a kid. And I feel like now is, uh, or this year has been a season or, or a time where I've like reconnected a lot more. So with you're going back to the child again. I'm good. It's, that's what it, I feel like that's what the healing process is. It's going back to who God like yeah. told us we were before, but then so many other things happen and it kind of like distorted us and pulled us away from that. And we took that as gospel and not him and, and, and what he's putting us as gospel. And yeah, it's just going back to being a kid again and, and engaging with sport again, football. I stopped football at a point in time as well. I'm getting back into that. Because I love football. Um, what, did you stop this stuff because of your faith? No, or just, just because you just lost interest? I just felt like I wasn't even lost interest because when I was going through that kind of struggle this year and, and last year with uni and, 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 and amongst those other, other things I mentioned before, I, I just felt like that was a time for me to just put everything on pause and just kind of like be in a, a very depressed state and let that kind of like pass by and, and, and just stop everything rather than kind of like using what God has given me to... To, to, to bless other people and to and to, to be inspired by other people and to and to kind of um, lift me out of that place so um, yeah it was it was I don't know why I just stopped it but I'm so glad that I've, I've started it again because I've actually found proper proper joy in doing it because it's just yeah it's, it's, I, it's, it's, it's I've hard. always said before go to death destiny I've always said like you need personally speaking I don't think finding christ should come at the expense of your personality mm. you know or should come at the expense of your hobbies but hobbies i mean the good things you know what i mean yeah you can take that as you want to take it um i think you need football if you're passionate about football you need music yeah. because it's also for me it's a multiverse which has other people that you can bring into the gospel mm. i most of my friendships that i've got now um they're not always they don't always begin with God loves you it's always begins with oh what do you like a oh, football what do you support United yeah me too what the God Ronaldo's just left yeah and then through <laughs> that you build a, a form of rapport friendship mm. and then it's easier than the God just on your on your platform on your th- IG TikTok mm. oh my God do you believe in Jesus oh my God. that's all I promise you bro I was at work and I never shared my faith with anyone at work. Not because I didn't want to, not because I was ashamed. Nah, because I always tell God, let me know when the right time is. Mm. That's something I'm, I'm very big on. It's not, yeah. I don't need to go in the streets and shout at people. I don't need to do that. Unless God is probably going to do it, then I'm going to do it. But if he hasn't, I'll leave him to it. Mm. Um, I, I was at work. And then two weeks later, we're having lunch. And my, my, work, my workmates were like, yo, we listen to your song, man. It's very touching. I said, huh? <laughs> so which one? The Exodus. And they start singing it to me. And I said, the gospel was pretty self. If your character oh. is good enough, people will research about you. Mm. I promise you. If if you live a life that's intriguing enough, by intriguing, I'm not saying um, present yourself in a lustful way. No, no. I mean, live a life that makes people curious. Right. Why is it so quiet? Why is it so observant? Why is it a good listener? Why is it so expressive? And they, they'll go on, the, on your social media, start doing research. And before you know it, God has now spoken to them without your input. They've mm-hmm. had their own direct revelation or their own direct understanding with God. Uh-huh. So I would encourage you to continue pursuing music, continue pursuing football. Because within those 
sectors because you're already in them through your podcast. Come on, yeah. Right? And you don't, you don't admit, for example, let's say, uh, okay, we'll pick right now, that's popping in the Premier League right now. KDB, uh, Kev, um, Kevin De Bruyne, or mm-hmm. Ellen Haaland, or Saka. Okay, so, yeah. And just have a Bible conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hi, what's your name? I'm Erlen. Yeah, you know, John 316. <laughs> you don't work at that. <laughs> you don't work at that. You know, yeah, you, you start off yeah. like, man, how many goals are this year? What, 15 goals in the Prem and then yeah. 23 in all comms? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're, you're pursuing the, the, the record by Shearer. You get what I say? Yeah. You're, but what you know, you're pulling, you're pulling him in. Right. He said, wow, he cares about me. Mm. He's researched me. Do you get what I say? Mm. Yeah, there's one thing that I know, and I'm sure you can tell by how I speak, people like to speak about themselves. Mm. So imagine now you meet someone and all you do is focus on them. Mm. It would be, be easy then for the Holy Spirit and for the gospel of Christ to then naturally present yeah, itself. True, yes, talk to me. Well, what do I like? Yeah, man. Um, I like seeing other people walking in the fullness of who they are. I like people that go against the grain. I love seeing. He, he knows it. He said, "You man are outside of church. Let me bring it back to church." I love seeing people. I love seeing people walk in their gifts. I like people seeing people go against the grain. I like seeing people um, cultivating their talents. No, being aware of the, the the value that they have in terms of the gift that they've been given by the Lord, being confident of it, and then taking those necessary steps to go out there and pursue it, regardless of how people perceive it, regardless of the situation that they're in, all the cards that they've been dealt, or the financial implications. They're not worried about the risk. They're not necessarily even thinking about the reward either, but they just think about the gift that they've been given. As well as that, I love um, I love sport, of course, but I love um, food and cooking. I've learned, this is recently. I've kind of learned how to cook. So cook oh, yeah, I, I do. I, I like cooking. Wait, have you met have met a girl? No, 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 no. Ain't no way everyone starts cooking. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I want to start cooking before I, I get the girl. You know, so then I have I have that under my belt. Like I don't want to. Get a girl, and then all of a sudden, I need to figure out how to cook. I want to be able to Iceland cook. And you can yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no offense, other meals they're great. They're yeah, great. yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I love cooking. You know I mean? Before they come for me in the comments, <laughs> I want to get air fryer, but I can cook. But I'm trying to make it sound a bit more nicer. Mm. <laughs> Food and cooking, having a meal together, having a meal, bro. I can't think of anything like better than to break bread together, to have a meal together, to make a make a meal together, eat a meal together discuss talk about what your your goals your dreams your hopes talk about where your mind is at, at the time talk about your prayer requests talk about your thoughts talk about what's really eating away at you you know that's something that you're very good at i'm not just saying this because you're here i say a lot to, to doris to um my other friends I, I do say this a lot about you is that you're always constantly asking me questions how are you today what can i pray about today two hours later is there anything else I can pray about today? I'm like, today is still today. <laughs> Let today be this, man. I might come back more with stuff to say, but that's something that I really value about the two of you. But proceed, sorry. Yeah, and that, you just brought it up. I always forget I ask a, a ridiculous amount of questions. I love asking questions. I like finding out information. I like asking people about themselves. I've been in past situations where I've like, spoken to girls and I'm asking them a lot and they're not really asking me anything. And it's a great way of really being able to tell if someone's all that interested in you as a whole as to whether or not they ask you questions about this yourself. If they want to, if they're interested in really trying to pursue something going forward, you friendship, know what we should do? Yeah. 
we should conclude this podcast on here. Yeah. And then immediately after, we'll do a round two on dating and girls' interaction. I think it'd be great for us to kind of segue into that. Yeah, yeah, I you think know? so. Yeah. So if you don't mind concluding, absolutely, I will. I'll, 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 two of you, and then we'll we'll we'll, we'll stop. We'll yeah, stop yeah, recording yeah. and then record about the girls and because i feel like we've got to talk about it we have yeah let's talk about it let's talk about it yeah yeah yeah. yeah. finest guys that we know (laughs) let's talk about it it. um but yeah if if they ask questions if they're interested in the things that you um are doing or the things that you want to do and they ask you about those things frequently they ask you how your day is going and they're asking about anything that they can pray for you for Um, it's like it's reciprocated yeah 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 if you are not getting any sort of reciprocation and i'm going to tell you this guys right now straight to the camera if you are not getting anything back you're not getting any questions you're getting long replies um you're asking to meet up and they're they're dragging it um or anything of that nature please run away you know and 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 this is something that i have experienced and I did not realize because I was blinded by my own desires, by what I wanted, by what I thought was from the Lord. So please, please listen to what I'm telling you. Just run away if that is the case, because don't diminish your value for the sake of someone's undervaluing you. They may not understand that you're the the value that you have, but don't allow their perception of you to dictate the way you see yourself. Because after something like that, it can really make or break you. But yeah. you need to understand that your value is not in yourself, but in Christ Jesus. That one thing that I would say as we summarize this and then we do a part two on dating, relationships, interacting with females. Um, I would say to add what Destiny has said, one thing that I tell all my female friends and male friends is this, know your worth. Mm. Attack times two. Because the world knows his worth. Hence why every month on my paycheck, they're asking for tax. So... Some of you males and females, you have to know your worth. And don't settle because of the first thing that's presented to you. But to conclude this topic, um, I think what the two gentlemen have greatly conveyed is the importance of being intentional. It's the importance of having accountability um, that means having a circle of friends that you trust, people that will also show the level of discretion and honor back to you. So they won't go and tell your story to everyone else. Um, number three that really stood up to me was not worrying on how things will pan out, but just making sure that you do your part. I'm sure you guys mentioned that earlier. When yeah, absolutely. Yeah, do your part. And like Destiny has said as we're concluding, if you're someone out there that's in a limbo or you're talking to a guy or a girl, it's making sure that you're getting your money's worth, man. You know what I mean? Like, if you send a long prior girl, well, you deserve one back too. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Come on. I can't be sending you a long prior girl. Yeah, okay. you know what I mean? So, oh, my goodness, man. We'll just, we'll just exit the chat. Yeah, you know yeah, mean? yeah. We can just leave there. I think it was, I was number four, number five, but you guys know because I lost count. It's also having the guts and the confidence to to stand up to your friends you know and stand up to your friends it doesn't mean that you're the enemy in fact the bible that we believe in it says that better is a rebuke lack of better word i'll say better is a correction from a friend than a kiss from an enemy what that means is a better someone that tells you the truth than someone that tells you what you want to hear um so i, I really want us to 
we need to focus on that as uh, we conclude this part of the conversation is there anything you guys want to say to your audience uh, before we press pause on this nah I think that's it for this bit we'll, we'll, we'll definitely touch on relationships females all that kind of stuff okay. in the next one I hope you guys enjoyed man thank you guys for tuning in I've been your host for the moment thank you thank you this have been the obviously the honors of the vision podcast your boy destiny yeah and josh aka jt we'll see you soon we'll catch guys you next one. god bless you guys god bless you guys thank you for coming